Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, sometimes defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today it is our second bonus episode Woo. for volume three, which is we talk about the graphic novels. <laughs> If you listen to our prior graphic novel episodes, each of us pick five. We talk about them. We hope we didn't pick the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> like all the same ones. We are covering we don't know. Uh, 81 through 122. 122, yeah. Are the numbers. We will tell you the number. We will tell you who wrote it, etc. So if you want to yep. go look at them, you can go look at them. And this batch, none of these were published. I think maybe some of them were in that extra big one, but like... Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think they were. Because I think it picked up some on that when they made that big one before Reborn came out. Are you talking about, like, the paperback that they had? Yeah. For, like, a minute? Mm-hmm. I should have got that. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I bet you still can. <laughs> barely available. I don't know. Maybe. Some of the stuff's hard to find. I think it was, like, the um, Heroes Omnibus or whatever. For the most part, this shit was not published. And nor will the other ones be the follow, so... They stopped publishing them at this point. Yes. They were just on the website. <clears throat> what? Yup. Story of this fandom's life. <laughs> <laughs> Expectation, disappointment. Uh-huh. Um, Sad yeah. horn. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. But before we get into that, we do have some new news. Wee, woo, wee, woo. Heroes news. Or wait. Heroes news is da, 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 da. There we go. Um... <laughs> I don't even know my own bullshit sound effects. It's been a while since we, well, yeah, it's been a while since we recorded. It's been a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been, uh, you know, some some issues with uh, scheduling, some issues with my dumbass crashing my car, you know, all kinds of fun shit. And so that's, you know, just got, everyone's fault, got to take a week off, deal with shit. But that means it's like longer for us because we record toward the beginning of the week and release at the end. So. Yeah, exactly. So. Mm Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's tricky. Apparently, he's done a lot of podcast interviews, and now I need to listen to all of them. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to Google to find the name of the project, and I was like, "Well, I know what I'm doing today: <laughs> baking cookies and listening to Quinto talk about shit." All why right. ever not? Um, why the hell ever not? I keep hoping he'll show up on like Mark Maron or something because I'd love to hear him on something like that. But apparently, he's done a bunch of podcasts, so party on! There you go. Uh, our news, as you might have guessed, has to do with Mr. Zachary Quinto, um, who's very active. We keep talking about him on Heroes News Network, because, I mean, he just keeps signing on to shit. So, he and a couple other people are going to be in a scripted podcast series for Audible. It's called Sorry, Charlie Miller. And, yeah, it's got, like, a huge cast. It's, like, uh, Pretty Little Liars, Ashley Benson, Circle Host, Michelle Bateau, uh, Chase Crawford, who, okay, I love how they say Gossip Girl's Chase Crawford, and I'm like, uh, have you seen the boys? I can't think of him like that anymore. Um, <laughs> he's the deep for me forever now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Office is Brian Bumgartner, Modern Family is Jesse Tyler Ferguson, hey, oh, they're friends, that's fun. Handmaid's Tale, Samira Wiley, and Smash's Christian Borle. It follows the disappearance of a D-list reality TV star with a rabid fan base, played by Benson who has gone missing off the coast of Key Biscayne, Florida. Quinto is playing Mark Green, a desk-bound police department employee with an encyclopedic knowledge of celebrity gossip. That is fucking amazing. I read that, and I was like, do I need to go listen to an Audible show? I think I do. Mm -hmm. So it's it's, going to be fun, I think. 
A lot of the audio dramas and like podcast audio drama and specifically, especially with celebrities can be hit or miss. So yes, hopefully this is a good one. Um, There's a trailer. We'll link to it in the show notes. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. I'll have to do that. Um, Yeah. And then uh, also another bit of Zachary Quinto news. Um, His uh, animated series he's part of has a, an actual full trailer now. That's not just like a clip. Um, and he has like one speaking line in it. So good for him. Cause it's a huge cast. Mm-hmm. So we can link to that as well. I'm so excited for it. As I was saying to Rachel before, um, if they get the chance to tell a lot of this story from the comics, and I know I've said it before on the show probably, but I can't begin to tell you how important Quinto's character becomes mm-hmm. like keep an eye on robot. He's a big deal. So yeah, couple little bits of news. Um, sorry, it's just Quinto. <laughs> There's no one else doing anything that's being announced or anything. So yeah, yeah, not really. I mean, everyone's just sort of keeping on, keeping on if they already have a job. So yeah, you know the, the damn pandemic ain't helping. So no, it's not. But you know, it's interesting. Um, I was talking about this with uh, with the boy. Um, isn't it? Uh, we're we're in such a different space this year from last year because last year it just sort of ground everything to a halt and everyone was like, oh no. But now people know how how they need to, like, produce things, how they need to work with it, how they need to, you know, continue productions. So now we have kind of a normal March. There's still shows and movies and stuff coming out, lots of cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, the very real dearth of material that existed for, like, two to three months last year. Yeah. Where everybody just looked at their Netflix and went, well, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what haven't I seen? Yeah. There's still a bunch of stuff that I don't know when the hell it's coming back. Like, uh, what we do in the mm. shadows. I have no idea if oh, that went right? back into well, production or whenever that might be back. I, uh, where do they shoot? Like, Canada, probably? Possibly. I think they shoot in Canada because they talk about it being cold. Um, they should just, you know, they should just shoot in New Zealand. <laughs> they can fucking do anything. Because um, that's what a lot of productions are doing now. They're just moving to places like that. But, um, yeah. Oh, I miss that show. Same. My cat is going crazy in the background. I apologize in advance for anyone who has to hear that. Um, it's part of the charm. Throwing herself around. <laughs> <laughs> she wants attention, I think. Yeah. So, a little bit of news before we get into it. Uh, who wants to start with the graphic novel picks? Oh, boy. Um, uh-huh. I'll start. Okay. So, um, basically, this batch of graphic novels is broken up into two parts, I would call it. Uh, the mm. first, like, half is, like, the eavesdropper saga. Yep. Which I had forgotten completely about until reading it again. <laughs> Me too. And then, like, the second half is, like, the stuff that ran while uh, Volume 3 was running. Yes. So, yeah. So, it's kind of like, it's an interesting split, I think, the eavesdropper saga. We'll talk a little bit more about it after we finish with our picks from it. Okay. So, my first pick, and okay. as you remember, if we pick one, it's usually, and there's, like, a multi-part, we can pick the multi-parts. Uh, yeah, obviously. So my f- I have two of those. So. My first pick is Kill Squad. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Did you pick that one too? It's my second pick. It's too juicy. <laughs> I know, I know. There's too much juicy stuff in there. It's um 93 through 95. Yep. Written by Harrison Wilcox. Art by Michael uh, Gatus and Micah Gunnell. I swear I pick them a lot because I remember like trying to mispronounce uh, their names. So <laughs> anyway. It's fine. It's fine. Comic people, their names are impossible to pronounce because unless they get, like, interviewed and they're like, oh, it's this, you'll never know. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. So, yeah. So, Donna Dunlap and Thompson Jr., we'll call them, <laughs> have a yep. bag and tag mission where they have to get this one guy who pretty much is, like, a plant guy. 
And there is yeah, a... Yeah, he's, like he's like a poison ivy. Yeah. And there's a squad of um, regulars that goes along with them. They're kind of like the backup. And it focuses on the backup of this uh, team, which are people that don't have powers. And it kind of sets up the whole um, us versus them that is the eavesdropper saga. Oh, uh, yes. And one of the support guys is Sean Fallon. And he has quite the storied history with our regular heroes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. He started off military and then he went private security for Linderman. And then, which he might even have been the guy in the flashback where he was like, you know, I know a guy from Vegas that can take care of Nathan for us. Oh, God, probably. Uh, he backed up um, Noah when he was cleaning out Chandra's office in India. He's the one that dumped Eden in a lake after she was killed. Rip Eden. And the other agent he was with, Tom, is like, God damn it, she was my, like, freaking track to special agent. Because he was going to be her partner after she finished the Suresh job. Because apparently that's the possible career trajectory mm-hmm. for these people, which is interesting. He was also getting it on with Candace. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and so he's got a major B in his bonnet for one Gabriel Gray who killed her. Aww. And this sort of like B team ends up saving the day when both Donna and Thompson are like knocked out by the plant guy. And after this mission, he is then given the task to recruit for a special kill squad for the company consisting of purely non-special people. So he goes off on his little recruitment drive. First, he picks up Lloyd Collins, a, a sheriff from Midland, Texas, who pretty much asked too many questions after the Siler stuff happened <laughs> and ended up in a company cell. Yep. And he also goes after Joseph Gallagher, who was a soldier who came back to his sister dead. And, oh, who was his sister? His sister is Karen Sprague, Ted's wife. Oh, my. Oh, my. And it's like, we're going to find <laughs> answers for what happened to him. So there you go. And then the, he asked some guy named Drake, who I don't know. It might have been someone from an earlier comic. Because they just say Drake, and he's just like, yeah, I'm in. I don't remember if he's someone from, like, the team that we met already. Whatever. And they're tasked to bring down the plant guy. Or not bring down, but bring the plant guy down to this site where, like, a big crater. <laughs> like, someone's ability went off. There's a crater left behind. They need him mm-hmm. to go help cover it up. But it's not just the plant guy they're taking with him. They also have until Paulette Hawkins. Hmm, that last name sounds familiar. Why? It's DL's mother. Hell yeah, it is! And she has an ability. She has pretty much the same ability that Ando ends up getting, which is she's Mm -hmm. like a battery for special. She can enhance and superpower them. So she works her magic on the plant guy. She's forced to. She's like, if I do it, it's going to kill him. They're like, do it. She does it. And they're like, okay, great. Job done. Sadly, you know, we lost Paulette. And she's like, what? And then they just shoot her and kill her. God damn. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, we're like, fuck specials. Woo, we're going to get (laughs) you. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much that one. Okay, so first of all, almost all of them want to kill Siler. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love everything about it. So, Jesus. Second of all, boy, they sure did kill a black lady, didn't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. <laughs> fucking, this fucking property, not even just the show. Um, uh, brings her back just to kill her. Fucking yeah. DL's so, mother, man. God, that whole family's fucked. Yeah, it's 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 cool. I agree. It's like it's really deep company stuff without following traditional agents. It's the cleanup guys, mm-hmm. like, and they all have like their little rapport with each other in the beginning before you know the guys get killed in the in the first mission, and uh, they they make all those little references like, oh, you know, if you. You want to, you know, have you done any missions with Bishop's daughter? Oh, she's hot. And it's like, oh, you're going to end up dead if you, you know, partner with her. And just like, just this like really great, like, 
workplace chatter <laughs> in a really, you know, extreme environment. Um, they have, oh my god, I'm never going to get that image of that guy growing roots out of his face out of my head, mm-hmm. like, my whole life. That's some fucking nightmare fuel. Um, yeah, I love, it's so funny that they have this team that they spend three comics being like, yeah, fuck specials, bleh. And uh, I'm excited to talk about what happens to them. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a letdown. After you tell us yours, because if you have any other eavesdropper saga besides the one obviously before this one, um, I do. I have I have one in the beginning. Um, yeah, after that that one. So do you we... have any more after that one? Like any between what number is this? Ninety five and one hundred four. Uh no. Okay, because then we'll, after you do yours, we'll talk about the eavesdropper saga. Because then we are okay, wrapped cool. up with that. So I'm gonna squint my little eyes and shake my little cheeks and I'm going to take us back in time um, because my first pick on my list, and this is the one I flip-flopped about mm-hmm. uh, really hard, was, te- this is technically my fifth pick, even though it's not, you know, fifth on my list, um, is number 83, mm-hmm. Career Choices. Okay. And that is by Chuck Kim and Michael Gatos. It's just a big, like, Michael Gatos stand party, half my list. He's great. <laughs> goes on to work for marvel he's super good um so this is a donna dunlap story of her training after her you know being recruited into the company Mm -hmm. and we get to meet more company people which is cool like felicia Mm -hmm. who uh we see a little bit in her second part of her uh date episode or episode um comic series issue whatever i'm tired her second issue about being recruited into the company. So this is the post of all that. So we see her and Felicia training. And Felicia's really cool. I would have liked to have seen her on the show. And we just see more of, like, the company environment than we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, just the office, like, dynamics part of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, she has a superior. And, you know, we see, we meet, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Gael? Gael Cruz? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Gael Cruz, who shows up a lot in the eavesdropper stuff. And, uh... Also, later on, actually on the show for a second. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she's just going around trying to do some double agent stuff because Eavesdropper is telling her to. And her and Thompson Jr. have some, you know, interesting little repartee when she's trying to keep cool and, you know, not be suspected of doing anything. But um, the big, like, sting at the end of it is is in her file, there's an Isaac Mendez painting of her dead. Yep. And it's a cool painting. Mm-hmm. Those are basically why I chose those. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was a good one too. Yeah, like I really flip flopped on some. I, I might honorable mention a couple when we're done because I think they need to be mentioned. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, but like the eavesdropper saga as a whole is like pretty interesting. It's worth the read if you've never read it. Yeah, because it's entirely comic based, and it's uh it's um all about the company like we've been talking about. Yeah. Hmm. And I think it was get, ARG uh, tied in a little bit, but, like, I don't think you're missing anything. Yeah. I think that you could get emails or texts from Eavesdropper. I think I used to get emails, mm-hmm. maybe. Or, no, I think it was text. I think it was text, actually. One or the other. This is this is kind of like Rebel before Rebel. And that'll make sense later. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in terms of them doing, you know, stuff in the comics and then, you know, they could actually text you in real life. Like, oh, the company's doing this. Because this was, like, our um, big season, in between season two and volume three. Yeah, that big hiatus. This was what was happening. Yes. So there's a lot of story. Um, we meet a lot of characters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So you said Kill Squad. So, yeah, you don't have any other eavesdropper stuff, no. do you? So, yeah, we meet, uh, yeah, Thompson has a kid in the company, mm-hmm. apparently. 
Who wears flame leather jackets? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need we need to talk about we need we need to talk about the styling choices <laughs> of these comics. <laughs> Because it's a real problem, and it's not even just these comics. There is an era of comics, and it's this fucking era, where everybody who drew them just, like, didn't know what people actually wore for clothing. So, like, you see the same exact style top with, like, every girl who is, like, real thin, unless she has to be fat. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a whole problem. There's just hair issues that are weird. Like, ugh, it's terrible. It's only really recently that comic creators are, like... Um, I'm trying to remember. There's there's these two artists I really like, um, and I can't remember if it was um, I can't remember if it was Kevin Wada or Chris Anka. They're both artists who said something along the lines of the comic book artists need to not be afraid to pick up Vogue magazine every now and then <laughs> because like, <laughs> you got to know what's actually happening in clothes. Yeah, because this ain't cutting it. <laughs> and this is so that era. This is so that era. I cringe so hard every time I look at the characters and what they're wearing and how they're designed. I'm just like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have to get past that on a personal level. But anyway, um, yeah, it's cool because, like, we get a lot of company people that we'll never see on the show. Two we do for a second, like I said. Um, might as well say it, right? Because we don't have that. Or wait. I think that was 104. That's why I counted it as 104. I believe, because that's kind of technically the yes, end. Yes, Okay, so I'll, I'll say <laughs> yeah. it. I'll say it then, if you're cool with Go it. Go for it. Um, Gael Cruz and his part, or not, well, later on his partner, but his fiance are the two company agents that are memorably killed in front of the Claire Butler household um, by Siler after he gets the healing ability. Mm-hmm. So, sad day. There's a whole comic about it, about, like, you know, life flashing before your eyes, and, you know, yeah, but for the most part, we don't meet any of these people in the show. There's there's Donna, there's Thompson Jr., there's, um, God, who else? There's Penny and her the, mother. The clone, the cloning guy, Julian. Um, there's, who's, who's the woman who's with Julian? Sabine? Is that her name? Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of people with, like, cool powers. And uh, we never see them on the show, but they have, like, a really cool big storyline, regardless of this force who's trying to turn the company against themselves Mm -hmm. a real us versus them if you will you know yeah so it's cool to watch them (laughs) watch them tear themselves apart yeah a lot of them live and die (laughs) in the comic yep Mm -hmm. i think some of of the ones that make it out do show up later in our next in between ones if i remember Uh, probably like in the rebel storyline some of them might go over there yeah, I think you're right, actually. I think Because right. I swear we see Thompson again, but I could be wrong. Oh, we might. So. Yeah. Because we don't see Donna. Rip Donna. Yes. She gets blowed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So. A lot of, like... I, I like this because this is definitely, like, their, like, big action blockbuster. They could have never done this on TV. Mm-hmm. Kind of, without the main characters kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like, the only yeah. characters that show up every once in a while are, like, um, the Haitian and HRG. Uh-huh. Yep. Who's sitting in his cell pretty much being a little shit the whole time, so. And Elle, because she's in the um, Donna bit. Yes. Yep. I love Noah in his cell just being a little shitster. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. He's like, well, you know, I died today, so. <laughs> it's just real chill. <laughs> they shot me in the eye, whatever. Welcome to the company, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, Eavesdropper Saga. Looks like we only picked a couple from each mm-hmm. one. But, um, yeah, definitely check it out. There's some cool stuff there. Well worth the and read. highly questionable uh, style choices. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
Mm-hmm. So uh, it's your turn. Yeah. My yeah. next pick is 106 Resistance. God damn it! Did you pick that one too? <laughs> yes. <sighs> I knew it. I knew we were going to avoid the ones we thought that the other one was going to pick, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was sus that I was like a little like I wasn't sure if you were going to pick this one or not, but I was like I'm going to go for it. I love the bad futures. You know me. Yeah, it's the pocket future. It is. We we get an explanation as to why Claire is the way she is. And we see that originally her relationship with Peter was just fine. She was working with um, Pinehurst, with Daphne. And then, like, terrorist attack happens, kills, like, 200 people. And she goes to bust the cell, and who is there but Peter in disguise? And he's like, you know what? I was the one behind it all, because I've seen the future. And you know what? If it takes 200 lives to save 200 million, I'll do it. And then she's like, well, fuck that guy. (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill him. (laughs) Those 200 people are my oh, friends. Man. You're supposed to be the good guy. But it's so great, though, because it goes with the shit we've been talking about with Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, when he thinks something's right, you better get out of his way. Because yep. <laughs> he's going to make some dumbass choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved this. Um, I liked Claire's design in it. I thought she looked mm-hmm. cool. I love I love Burnett Claire. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't say who it was just, by uh, either. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, it was so written was by, by Bill Hooper and art by Micah Gunnell again. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a, like a really simple comic, but um, yeah, it's cool to see her in action. Goddamn, Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just drinking your dumb bitch juice constantly. Um, especially future Peter. Future Peter is like the one. Yeah. So how funny that we both picked this one. Okay. The pocket future. It's so good. Who could resist? Mm-hmm. Well, I watched. Not the next me. one that you're going to pick is probably going to be one I have. <laughs> We're just going to be like, well, it's about the specific ones we picked. But yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm like positive of it now. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next pick is a two-parter. <laughs> Go ahead. 108 yep. and 109. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay. I figured. I knew you'd fucking pick this mm-hmm. one. I was like, I don't care. I'm picking it. Um <laughs> me for the last whoever says it first gets to say it Um, (laughs) yeah go for it tell us about it uh this is this is amazing this is some quad sum and it's the dream team of oliver grigsby Mm -hmm. and jason badower and we get to see what happens after l gets fired by the company and after you know all that fun so she goes abroad she goes to london she's having difficulty controlling her powers as we saw on the show and she actually meets Daphne for a split second. She gets that Pinehurst card that she had. And all the time that she's in, in London, you're just like, oh, man, like, you know, why why there of all places? And then you figure it out and you're like, oh, my God, she's going after Claude. She wants Claude's help. Mm-hmm. And sadly, we never got to see him on the show again, really. But God damn, if he isn't great in this comic. <laughs> and it won't be the last time he shows up in the comics either. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, they, they get the chance to use him a couple times, so it's it's cool. So, yeah, she pulls a Peter and, like, follows him and tries to get him to help her. And uh, eventually he agrees to do so. And so he takes her. He's been living with these two other specials. Um, what is it? Lee and what's the Abigail. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a halfway house for specials, it seems like. Because he's helping, you know, them as well and or has helped them in the past. And they have like these cool moments where they just like they go to a few different places and they're having this little conversation about like her issues with her dad and how that's hard for her to let go, especially after what Bennett told her. And uh, 
she accidentally hurts Abigail, which, okay, hi, why would you step into a fucking hot tub mm-hmm. with someone who has electricity power? Hello, mm-hmm. hi. Watch me victim blame for a second, because you're being dumb. But, um, yeah, so she gets all pissy with Elle and, you know, it's all like, do everyone a favor and get out of here, no one likes you kind of thing, which is such bullshit. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then Elle gets thrown out by them, basically, because they're dicks. <laughs> and, um... You won't convince me otherwise. Well, it was so nice that Claude was willing to, like, talk to them. Yeah, he's like, you don't have to go. Yep. But she's decided, no, you know, she's on her whole, like, self-pity journey, which we know how that ends, sadly. And we see her when she shows up at the Butler household, and she shocks the shit out of Lyle, and we bring it right into where the show is. Yeah. Cool little comic. A fucking, I have a hard time saying no to a Jason Batterer art so yeah a couple um fun things to point out i think on the bus scene i don't remember which part uh, a couple of the passengers are people from the fandom yeah you're right and lee is based on oliver grigsby yeah that's him that's just him i think the girl was based on someone i don't remember who it was though but i know for sure who lee is yeah yes that's what he looked like at the time Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to see i'm looking on the bus well there's yes Mm -hmm. wasn't that it was yeah, I know for sure, but there's like the girl next to her is also someone, but I don't remember who it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm less sure who that is, yeah. but and you can bleep us saying that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's that's so. And I think yeah. maybe a couple other people too, but like yeah, they're he went and took faces from the fandom because he was cool. Oliver Grigsby is uh the coolest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he had a blog too We're that he would put behind the scenes talk about each one too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's that's my pick. Um, All right. What's your next pick? Okay, um, <laughs> we're gonna blast through this one, but that's fine. So my next pick is Truce, which is one fifteen. I almost did that. Okay, good, good. So I flopped on it. That was the one I flopped on really hard back and forth. Uh, this is by Zach Crawley, Crawley, and art is by Peter Steigerwald. And I went and looked mm-hmm. up before I get into the story. I went and looked up, like, because I was like, wow, this art is pretty. I wonder if he did anything else. And this artist also did The Ten Brides of Takeso Kensei. Oh, yeah, I like his style. And Donna's Big Date 1 and 2, which was the very first for this chunk of comics. I like his style. That's cool. So, getting down to the comic, it is Arthur's final thoughts in his final moment. And uh, we see, like, a flashback to his disappointment that, like, the weak son is the one with the great power that's supposed to be awesome, that he's not the one willing to do what he needs to get done. And we see the hunting scene, and Peter can't shoot this deer, but Nathan takes the gun and does it. And you mentioned that in our Mm -hmm. episode. And it's also them deciding that, oh, we're going to give Nathan a power. So, more like Angela suggesting it, like, we'll just give him one. Yeah! Yeah, don't don't believe that Arthur was the one who decided. It was clearly Angela who was like, we can do it. Let's do it. She's like, we got the formula. Let's just do it. <laughs> Goodness. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, because like, you know, he, he's got like the genetic stuff for it. He'll be fine. It's not going to be a problem. And we see that in the end, he's like proud that like Peter was actually able to, to take the shot to, to uh, fire at him. Goodness. And like, he's like, you know, I was never been more proud to be proven wrong. Goodbye, Arthur. He's like, yeah, now my sons are ready to do what needs to be done. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I almost picked that one, but I was like, ah. Yeah. I like the art in it a lot, so that's why I picked that one. You know, I almost picked one that is before it, too, that I thought you were going to pick, and that's why I didn't. So, Mm, Which one was that? That's interesting. 
Caged Bird. Mm, I think, is that the, yeah, that's, that's the one that I ended up not picking. <laughs> that was the one I wrote <laughs> I knew down it. and I was knew like, would, that was my I knew we would one. both not pick that mm-hmm. one. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm like looking over at my handwritten notes. Yeah, that was the one that I ended up being like, nah, I won't write this one. Drat. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get back to those when we do our, like, honorable mentions, so. Oh, 100%, because you have to. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's your next one? Well, um... <laughs> Surprising absolutely no one, the only Siler solo comic in this, in this chunk of comics. Uh-huh. Uh, this is Viewpoints, chapter 110, and it is by Chuck Kim mm-hmm. and Aletha Martinez mm-hmm. on art. And I fucking love this comic, <laughs> not just because of obvious reasons. I think it's one of the better ones, um, one of the better little short stories. It just shows him when he was trying to be a company agent. So it takes place right after episode five. They even have a little thing that says so uh, of season three. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I love the moment where, yeah, he's just trying to be an agent. And all the other agents are like, ugh, Siler. One even spits at him where I was like, wow, you're fucking bold. Did did you not see him just stand in front of his murder wall, (laughs) which you could practically call it? Because he's in front of a wall of, like, you know, company agents that have died on the job. And I'm like, uh, he's responsible for most of mm-hmm. them um, lately. Yeah, so he's just having a hard time trying to become this new version of himself and live up to these expectations. And, uh, yeah, so he decides to break protocol and go on a solo mission. No us, them, just him. And he goes to Chicago and uh, I just love it because it's it's he relates it so well to what he used to do. He's like, yeah, surveillance. I've done this before. I've done this when I was back in my old serial killer days. They're not that different. <laughs> like, I, I love that bit. It's a good little bit of observation. So he's trying to go after a level five escapee. And he goes in and they have this. There's this girl there. And it turns out there's three different specials there who are all very dangerous. And... It's so great, because when they realize who it is, they don't attack him. They're like, oh, my God, you're Siler, fangirl, fangirl. And he's like, I have fans? <laughs> like, which was great, because all of us people in the fandom at the time were like, they're talking about us. Um, yes. Yes, you do. Um, yeah, because that's, that's the thing, right? Someone like that would totally be known. He's a fucking legend. We talk about this all the time, how, like, He has an insane body count, and he's killed a lot of important people in this universe. Like, he's done big things. Obviously, these B-tier, like, villains would have heard of Mm -hmm. him. Like, it'd be impossible not to. So, um, they're all, like, real chill and and chummy with him after that. They're like, hi, I'm Tina, and this is Dennis and Michael. (laughs) Like, burp, 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 let's be besties. Um, and they're like, are you here to join us? And he's like, yeah, no. And so, he goes after them. He uses the screen power that he got from Jesse. And he's like, okay, now, now, now surrender, you know? And um, basically they all attack him with their abilities. And he's just like, oh, you're all real cute, you know? Like, remember, I'm Siler. That's not going to work. So um, he easily handles them. And uh, he's probably going to kill them because, I mean, it's kind of what he does. And the girl who's there, Rachel, <laughs> is um, insisting that he doesn't. Like, you saved me, but you don't have to kill them. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, an all or nothing. And so, sure enough, he actually calls in backup. And they, you know, 
they restrain the two that are still alive because one of them died during the assault. And he's got this little hero moment. And it's really nice. But, you know, the Haitian does have to come in and, like, men in black her because it's not good for her to know these things. And it's so sad because it's, like, the only person who ever saw him as a hero and she won't even remember mm-hmm. it. Bomp, bomp. But, you know, obviously we're going to get more of that, you know, later on on the actual show. So Yeah. In volume five. Volume four, he, he you know, has some stuff going on but, um, yeah yeah so it's it's a it's a cool comic i love it i feel like chuck kim really got the character right because mm-hmm. there's definitely there's definitely comics that i don't think get him right um but yeah i thought i thought it was real real cool yeah it was a good one something that would have been fun to see on the show in like a deleted scene kind of way but obviously like they had bigger fish to fry so to speak yeah so. there was no time for that <laughs> that one i picked not on purpose <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, not even going to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Aw. Mm-hmm. Goodness. So I'm down to my final one now. Yeah, I'm excited. What was your final um, one? Do you have any left? No, because you oh, did damn. all damn. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm down to my... No, um, no, because, uh, no, we both did Kill Squad and we both did um, Resistance. Mm, so, okay, yeah. all right. Down yeah. to my final mm-hmm. one, which is... <laughs> 119 and 120 under the bridge i almost fucking did mm-hmm. that which was written by almost harrison did. wilcox and art by dennis calero hey we like him yeah it's one of the other artist ones that was like you've met yes. him uh-huh you you have to have right did you i've never met dennis calero at, like no. comic-con in a booth for like a long time that's cool. I've never met Dennis Claro. He also did, um, was real buddy-buddy with Todd Stashwick, and they did, like, a comic together. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's get to the story. There is a prison transport, and we get kind of a side-by-side of a prisoner and a guard's thoughts. The uh, prisoner is Perrin Crocker? That's such a terrible name, but <laughs> They're both, like, terrible names, but that's fine. That's a fake-ass name. Perrin Crocker. <laughs> That's not a real person. And he was a prisoner who was convicted of murdering his wife, but they never had a, found a weapon. She was stabbed. He, like, didn't do it. He completely was like, I'm innocent, whatever. And um, or another prisoner's like, you know, hey, you know, when we go in, I'm going to beat the shit out of you so that I'm not going to get, like, in trouble. And that, like, upsets him and triggers his ability, which is, like, he can shoot spikes from his body. And when he does it, he realizes, oh, my God, I did kill my wife. And I don't deserve Oops. to live. And he destroys the bus. But the guard I just mentioned survived. And his name is Donald Essex. And while he is in the hospital, I think he was the only survivor, he gets a visit. I believe so. From who else but Nathan Petrelli, who is setting up his task force to round up specials. And because Donald has seen the stuff that he can do, that they can do with the bad shit, he wants him part of the team. And he's like, yeah, no, mm. that's a great offer, but I'm going to decline. And why does he decline? Because he is also a special. One of the He can turn himself into water. That's and when so he was cool. attacked, he pretty much became water. And that's why, like, he survived. And as he's packing up to go on the run, they bust into his place because they're like, we found your DNA in salt water on the scene. We're going to get you. And <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> before he can flee, uh, someone sta- like uses this, like, gas. And it makes him turn into water, basically killing him. Is it meant to be Danko? Yeah, 100% is Danko, because I I didn't realize okay. this until, like, the second looking at him. I was like, that is Danko. That is our first appearance of Danko. Uh, the Hunter, the rather? The Hunter, Danko, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> oh, we will have a lot to say about him in this season. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Delightful. 
Um, <laughs> another, another, another. Really, you guys like that guy? Yep. <laughs> he's awful, and we love it. Um, he's awful, and we would die for him. So, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, whatever. He's like the Mississippi's problem now. So you, you see, like this water flowing into the Mississippi. But yeah, Ugh. it's a hundred percent Danko. It's the first appearance. God, it's so mm-hmm. good. Like cool powers that obviously would have cost a million dollars on the mm-hmm. show. I mean, more than a million. But um. Nathan really settling into his asshole time to shine, which is volume four for the most part. And uh, also, what is the name of the guy who says he's going to kick Perrin uh, Crocker's ass? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Because, okay, hold on. I'm going to open it. Stand by. Okay. Okay. What was the name of Bill Foggerbocky's character in the Vegas stuff in season one with Hero and Missy Pyle? I don't remember. Because I think it might be him. What's the name? Th- they share the same last name, Gustafson. Oh, it could and be. And didn't he give initials as his name? He was like SR Gustafson, and this guy says Steve Gustafson. Oh, that could be. I missed that one, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that looks like it. It probably too. is then, yeah. And he is a criminal, so. Rip that side character. <laughs> Alright. Because uh, I didn't pick up on that one, but I was like, that 100% is um, Danko at the end. Oh, yes. S.R. Gustafson. That's totally yep, there him. You go. Yeah, he did. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, Under the Bridge is tight. That's a good one. Good pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well done. So now. Do you want to talk about any, Mm -hmm. like, honorable mentions, since we both picked, like, a bunch of uh, similar ones? (laughs) Absolutely, I do. Um, They're just going to be all the Volume 3 ones, probably. They're not going to be any of the Ives Dropper. Um, Mm -hmm. So, okay. I mean, I guess I'll just mention one, and then you can talk about it, too. Sure, 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 sure. How how do we want to do this? Because I have, like, maybe three. Go ahead, pick a couple. Three or Mm -hmm. four. Um, The Sting of Injustice Mm -hmm. with Knox and Jesse. I almost picked that one. Yeah. I liked it quite a bit. I liked seeing how they actually met and how they both were like, you're an asshole? Like, I'm an asshole. Let's just fuck up yep. this town because, <laughs> you know, our li- our lives have been systematically mm-hmm. awful and, you know, let's get ours. And I liked the idea of that. Um, and then seeing Knox and Bennett, you know, first come to a head was yep. cool. Um, Doyle mm-hmm. almost made my list. Just because I thought that was a really good one. Marcus Toe is an incredible yes. artist. Um, he's just, oh, God. He is just a special kind of monster, mm-hmm. isn't he? And we're not done with him yet on the show, either. No, we so are not. That's fun. Um, probably the Meredith and Flint childhood one was pretty good. Yeah, playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 111. Caged Bird, which I, I literally did not put on my list because I thought you were going it to. It was on my list, and then I started to write the thing for it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. This is going to be the one I'm going to set out, so... <laughs> it's Daphne's um, uh, backstory from her childhood. Yeah. Yeah, her really sad backstory with her mom and everything. Yeah, the medal was not hers. It belonged to her mother, who was a runner. Yep. But then her mom got cancer and mm-hmm. died when Daphne was, like, a teenager. And that's when probably. she manifested. It was when she manifested. She, like, manifested at the funeral. Oh, yeah. She's, like, really young on the mm-hmm. show, though. Just, like, kind of another issue with my Parkman thing, but... Because uh, <laughs> there was another like really Daphne young. backstory in between, or, like, after this one that was earlier in the eavesdropper stuff. 
Yeah, and that one's, like, fine. Um, and it goes together mm-hmm. with the character we meet in this one. But the art's better in this one. I won't mm-hmm. lie. So, yeah. I just liked the design and stuff better. And it was just, yeah, had more detail in it. And then... I have to mention how the Kill Squad gets taken out. <laughs> Isn't that back in the because East they puff? Well, they puff him up. No, remember? It's Red Eye. Is it? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. They puff up the Kill Squad for three issues. Like, oh, the specials are fucked now. Let me explain to you what happens to the Kill Squad. Do they ever get to see Siler again? They sure don't. Instead, they get taken out by this unlikely duo of a guy who can make people feel like berserker rage. Or a girl who can make people feel berserker rage. Wait, which one? What is, is she the one with the zombie-like thing? They have similar powers. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one. Okay, yeah. He's the one that can inspire people to feel berserker rage. She's the one who can make people feel like mindless mm-hmm. zombies. Yep. Like, so together, they can control yes. people. Um, he kidnaps her and makes her use her power with his. And the Kill Squad just gets taken the fuck out. <laughs> they kill each yep. other. Um, except for, um, uh, what's his name? Feral? Possibly. I don't know. Does he live? Uh, I thought they all died. I'm looking now. Oh, god damn it. What are we? I thought he survived. I feel like this had to do with, like, an ARG because there's, like, some characters in there that I, like, don't recognize. Uh, They're all dead. There's four guys on the, on the ground. Yeah. Ricardo so kidnapped me. I was really, I was really bummed out because I wanted to see them step to Siler and have him, like, absolutely wreck them because, hello, hi. Um, Not in the cards, though. Because they spent all this setup, like, this guy was screwed over by him like this, and this guy did that, and some randos do it. I love it. Um, also, Claire Bennett shows up. Yes, in she's out looking at colleges. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And she has a nice moment with, you know who would have been cool to go on the show was the, the Russian, the blonde haired girl. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have actually seen her on the show. Yeah. So I'd say those are my honorable mentions that I just feel like should be talked about, but they weren't on my actual, like, picks. So. Yeah. Let me see. Do I have any other ones? I guess we can talk about, like, um, there is one, because, like, toward the end, you know, they, like, are setting up season three a little bit, like, with the Under the Bridge one and such. Or not season three, volume four. Mm-hmm. And, like, no, what have we it. wrought? We get to see uh, the result of that car ride with Mohinder and Tracy. That's Where true. she had snuck out one of the um, vials. And she's like, Mohinder, I've got it. You can reproduce it. And he's like, uh, how about no? And he snatches it from her and ends up breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing that shit no, anymore. Though? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he smashes it. Goodbye, mm-hmm. vial. Goodbye, formula. Goodbye, that storyline. We're done with that. And, like, the last one, I think, of this is uh, about Matt Parkman, and he is doing um, security for a pop star, and he overhears a plot to kill her, and he ends up saving her, but he's like, well, there goes that job. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Whoops. Yep. And he goes home to Daphne, so. Yeah, they're, like, fully together, mm-hmm. so, which we will see more of uh, in the next volume. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that I want to talk about in particular. We have a lot less comics to talk about for our next one for volume four i think there's only 20 because it goes right into season four and we're talking about characters from um season four volume five so i think there's only like 20 22 that we have to go through if that it's not as many and i already cheated and read one ahead because i was like wait is this the one i think it is and it is yeah 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 yeah. so i call early dibs on 123 (laughs) lol (laughs) 
teehee. Uh, I didn't read ahead, so we'll have to see what happens if I forget that, and then in the coming weeks. So you'll you'll totally read it and be like, oh, okay. I'll read it and be like this bitch, <laughs> this bitch right here on this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our comic picks, yay! There's some cool ones. For yeah, sure. there's some fun stuff. Is there any other stuff you want to talk about for the comics? I think we've nailed everything for them. I think we pretty much nailed everything that we, we needed to discuss. Yeah, we did Eavesdropper, we did our picks, we pretty much nailed all the ones that are important, like character backstory ones we didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next that week we... Just about covers Next it. week we are going to start Volume 4, so we just got a couple bonus ones for this in between. We talked about doing more, but we just can't wait. Yeah, there's like one more, <laughs> but I'm like, that can get pushed to whenever, so... Yeah, yeah. We're going to start Volume 4. Fugitives. Uh, going to have a yeah. lot of fun with that. Can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to argue with people about Nathan Petrelli. Mm-hmm. Yet more, so that'll be fun. Um, I love it. Yeah. So if you want to talk about this, talk about the comics, come over to the Discord. Best place to talk to people about it. Tell us your pick yep. from these, if there's one you like in particular. We'll have links to the things we mentioned as well. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Get to listen to Zachary Quinto be like... A bitchy fake detective. So Keisha'll have to send me in, these links the so tri- I can remember to put them in. The, in the I will do this thing you ask. Um, yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? You talking shit about Quinto? <laughs> 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 uh huh. Okay. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we are excited to get back to our regularly scheduled episode recapping next time. Like mm-hmm. Rachel said. Um, but yeah, let us, let us know your thoughts. If you've read from this little batch of comics and we can compare, you know, see which ones are cool and which ones have problems and see how many people agree with me that, you know, the clothes are terrible. Um, they fucking are. It's distracting almost. Um, so thanks for joining us. We will be back next time on Eclipse. Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Ryan said bye. He'll hear it. (laughs)